I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. So here I am, recording on the other side of my three-and-a-half-month trip to Mexico. I did some Instagram posts and and did a, a few solo things, a few references to it at the beginning of my journey, because back in September 2022, I knew it was time to leave Barcelona when my flat got broken into, my apartment got robbed. And it was as if the place that I'd made home for six and a half years and had a very difficult time letting go of suddenly was like, let me help you out. So the place that had been my place of safety, my one really lovely place in a city I haven't loved living in, was basically helping me to say goodbye. And I'm really grateful for that because even in the midst of what was a very traumatic situation, you know, when you suddenly feel very unsafe in your own home, it's no easy thing. It was obvious what was going on there, and I'm really grateful that I was able to to have that perspective and be like, okay, right, what next? And I just knew as I packed all my stuff up, end of November, put it all into storage, left my apartment, and prepared to go to Mexico in January, that it was totally the right thing for me. I had woken up one morning and just thought, I need to go to Oaxaca, and then I literally had to look <laughs> on a map to see where exactly in Mexico Oaxaca was. It just It just called me. And if you've ever been called to a place and followed that call, you probably can relate to the excitement of going somewhere you know you're supposed to go, even though you don't know what's going to happen there. You just know, without a shadow of a doubt, there's something there for you. And I'll talk a lot more in future, probably, about what was waiting for me there in Oaxaca, just in a place that I found magical and happy and filled with people on the same path as me. So much love to all of you, any of you listening to this. You have been so instrumental in my journey of becoming and of becoming more elegant in claiming my own power that I think it will take a while for me to fully appreciate how much that has become part of who I now can be in the world. Because it's not about a process of evolving, really. It's about remembering. It's about shedding all of the things that get in the way of who we truly are. So lest you be one of those people who tends to think you need to work harder, you need to work really hard at this personal development thing, you need to work really hard to get things right, relax. And it's only been recently that I've been learning to relax and to really understand this is a process of remembering not of improving ourselves, not of striving. It's of remembering who you are. And so here I am, having had a wonderful time, and I'm back in Spain. And I, I'm having a hard day. I'm wondering if I made the right choice in even coming back here. I'm thinking, okay, why am I here? It's, it's obvious that I needed to be here September to December to teach my wonderful course that I teach on leadership at a great university here in Barcelona, but like, why am I here in April? (laughs) Why am I back in Spain for all of these months? You know, I could have stayed in Mexico. 
So I, I sort of hiked up Monjuic, the mountain near my old house today, and frankly had a little bit of a panic attack, actual panic attack, and cried and wondered what the heck I was doing here. And so I went back to some materials that I had recently covered in this this course that I'm doing to become a metaphysical therapist, a, a quantum leadership coach is how I'm going to use it. But we're only six modules in out of 24, and then there's another year ahead after that. But every week, every module proves completely relevant to where I currently am. My homework is my life. And it just in reading these materials and having them there with me in life, it is always perfectly timed. So the last module we did was around change. And I just want to pull from a really cool article I read called Harmony and Chaos by a woman called Linda Ann Stewart. So if you're going through change or you're wondering how you should change your life or you're feeling stuck, hopefully some of the stuff I'm about to share lands with you. So the very first line in this article says, the only thing permanent in the universe is change. When life flows smoothly and this change improves our lives, we're delighted that we're thinking right. However, when we hit a patch of rough water and the difficult situations knock us around, we wonder what we've done wrong. And that landed for me today because here I am feeling a bit lost, fearing that I'm going to get stuck here somehow. And fear is just the opposite of love. Fear comes from things that we can completely fix. Fear comes from our thoughts. It comes from the past and it comes from the future. But the only reality, reality I can't talk, <laughs> is the present. And so it reminded me as I was working on my course materials today to just be present because it's all I know how to do right now. How can I elegantly be in the change? I don't know what's coming next. I'll be moving around Spain for a few months. I'm not going to stay here. I know that. But coming back to this article, it's got some great quotes. So I love this section. I'm going to read you a little bit of, of the wisdom here. Whenever there's a birth of a new life, it's messy. A baby being born is accompanied by effort and discomfort. A solar system forming creates upheaval in the cosmos. A seed falling on the soil must dislodge the earth to sink into it. As the roots form, the soil must move aside to allow them to reach down for nourishment. The stalk disturbs the earth and air above it when it stretches toward the sky. What might look like havoc is simply the old structure moving aside for new growth. When it's time to have more divine order in your life, turmoil stirs things up. Chaos destroys outmoded ideas that have solidified into situations and conditions in your life. And as an aside for me, that's such an important line. I'll read it again. Chaos destroys outmoded ideas that have solidified into situations and conditions in your life. In our evolution, turbulence is a nature progression. Attitudes must be dismantled before they can be fitted back together in greater pattern. As we spiral up into a higher order, we have a period of peace before the mixer whizzes through again. Then the process of discord simply helps us to readjust into more acceptance of God in our lives. We need to get to where we don't let it upset our internal peace and we don't shame ourselves for it. There will always 
be periods of chaos in life. The rickety walls of old structures are being torn down, and lots of dust flies up into the air. You're expanding out of your comfort zone. One of the founders of New Thought, Emma Curtis Hopkins, called it chemicalization. A chemical reaction takes place in your life, like when you pour a baking soda solution on a corroded car battery. The baking soda reacts with the corrosion, foaming, as it neutralizes and eliminates the unwanted compound. Some of your beliefs have outlived their usefulness, just as the corrosion has. The old ideas are being wrestled away from you as you're forced to transcend them. Chaos churns more than ever when you have an outline of how you think your life should work. We use the term outlining to describe a situation that occurs when you think you know the best way for change to happen and don't allow the universe's input. God's idea or the spirit's idea may be much better than anything you could conceive of. And that just really landed for me. And as I needed to record a podcast today because I was like, I wanted to record something on the other side of this, this Mexico journey, this, well, pilgrimage, really, this precious, magical time I've had. I found as I was having a very emotional day, it probably wasn't the best time to record my own thoughts because they're still settling. I've only been back for three days. I'm still a bit jet lagged. I'm still figuring out what's next. And I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed and emotional. But just going back to this wisdom that I know is true, it simply echoes wisdom that I have inside of myself that knows this already. It helped me to just think about how do I cope with chaos? How do I cope with change? How do I cope with being here and not knowing why? And that was just a beautiful reminder that Every time we move out of our comfort zone, every time we expand, every time we remember more of who we are and we lose more of the filters, the things that have blocked or quieted those things that we needed to know and hear of ourselves, we're going to be uncomfortable. And we need to, I think rather than chemicalization, I also think of metabolize those changes, metabolize those upgrades we've gone through in remembering who we are in shedding more of the things that are outmoded, that no longer fit us. And that's uncomfortable. And often that comes up because of chaos. We only shed the things sometimes that we need to shed when forced to, or in situations where we can't just plod through life wearing all of the things that we have worn all the time, carrying all those things. Sometimes it takes a storm being whipped up to realize what's truly important what and whom you still want to bring with you into this bigger expanded version of yourself. So anytime you yourself are feeling that pressure, that difficulty, that chaos of change, it can be pretty excruciating. Sometimes it's like having your skin stripped off. Sometimes it's like going through a chemical process. Or sometimes you might feel very grounded and as if you're coping with it very well. But just remember this. It's time to have more divine order in your life, and that's when the turmoil happens. That's when chaos destroys things, but chaos is also necessary to create things. So that's what I'm going to cling to and chew on and make my anchor and my grounding here as I wonder, 
what comes next? I'm not going to even worry too hard about it because things always fall into place if I let them. It's that idea that the universe steers much better than I ever could because I'm limited by my own imagination and experience. So I'm going to take my hands off the wheel, let whatever needs to happen happen, and just thank the chaos, thank the discomfort, because it's all part of my process of becoming. It's part of my process of letting go of things I wouldn't let go of if I were comfortable. And so even as I come to the end of recording this, I'm feeling better than I was a few minutes ago when I started. I'm realizing, actually, all of this discomfort right now that I'm experiencing, which is very live, very real, very intense, is A, on purpose, it's necessary, it's here for a reason, and B, it's also my choice. So I can choose to step back and breathe and take my hands off the wheel, or I can keep trying to steer this life of mine even though it might not be the right direction, and it causes me stress. So there's a great saying one of my course tutors reminded me of recently, which was, whatever we resist persists. So if there's something that keeps coming up for me, if there's something that keeps coming up for you as a recurring difficulty, as a recurring sticking point, as a recurring cause of angst, what are you resisting? Ask yourself, what am I resisting? And sit with that until the answer pops up. And it might take days, weeks, and it might just come to you at some point, which if you plant a question like that in your subconscious, at some point, the answer will come up. So I'm just going to put that out there to myself, and to you. What am I resisting that is persisting in whatever discomfort I'm experiencing right now? And for me, it's what am I resisting about being here in Barcelona, in Spain, that is actually part of something I can let go of or something that is actually not a big deal or is here to teach me something beautiful? And how can I stop resisting? So I hope that has been helpful to someone else. I know it certainly feels helpful for me. You've genuinely just been listening to me process out loud about the chaos, the difficulty, the discomfort of change and of not knowing what comes next in life, not knowing why I'm here. But I've come up with all the answers. And you have those answers yourself inside of you, whatever you're struggling with right now. And whatever chaos or change or discomfort, you have the answers yourself. So clear time and space to hear them. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Lock yourself in the toilet if you have small children and they won't let you have time on your own. Or meditate if that is part of your practice. But give yourself time and space to find your own answers. Or talk to somebody about it. Or record a voice note. Or if you have a podcast, do an episode about it. So thank you for being with me as I process this. Thank you for being present with me in this chaos because I love doing this podcast and it is very much part of my own practice of processing, of stepping into discomfort, and it's always a pleasure. So I just want you to know that as I come to the end of recording this, I'm feeling better because I followed my process and I did what I knew I would love to do. So I've enjoyed processing this out loud because of the format. So if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, as always, I love to hear them. Please send them to me. You can email me. It's Betsy at Betsy-Reed.com. You can follow me on Instagram, the Betsy Reed. Drop me a message there. 
And also, please do share the Discomfort Practice podcast with others because I try to be really real on this podcast with my guests, with my solo episodes. And it's not overly glossy on purpose because I want this to really speak to the rock stars who walk among us. You don't have to be Brene Brown to be on this podcast. And also, I don't I don't want to be sort of too glossy to be not relatable. So I hope that something I've said in this podcast and past ones has landed for you, has made you think about something, has helped you to realize your own inner wisdom. And I don't do this very often, so I'm just saying, please do get in touch. I would love to hear from you. I'm about to start prepping for season five, which I will be launching in September 2023, and I'll be talking to people about taboos, uh, about conversations that are uncomfortable that they've always wanted to be able to have or finish, or that they've heard other people have and they wanted to have themselves. So if you have any thoughts on great guests for that, please do get in touch. As always, thank you so much for your time. If you're going through some chaos right now, know that the only constant is change and this too shall pass. Stay uncomfortable, enjoy the moments of comfort, but also enjoy the moments of discomfort because those are the moments in which you're being expanded. So see them with love and embrace them. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, Follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave me a five-star and written review and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests, all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable.